That's about as silent as I can be for as long as I can be. Yeah. Right, so Battles. we're on. I'll go a clap. Man clap, actually. It was, it was better. It's, it's I'm not going to lie, though. Visually <laughs> looking at it, it didn't look <laughs> it like It didn't look man. manly. That's because of the microphone to face distance. <laughs> that was the way it was like, oh, Hercules, Hercules. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, a, it's a Eddie Murphy, mom, the Nutty Pressure mom clap. <laughs> Your mic definitely angled all right there. Yeah, that's right. facing right at me. That's like a cool beans. Right, so we're back. We're episode, holy shit, episode three. I know. I can't believe roll. we've actually we're managed to do three, three in that's a row. That's it. Three in a row. I think that's it. Once you get past three, you're off. Yeah. Rolling. It becomes a habit. You are actually now my, this is going to sound quite, my Friday night habit. <laughs> It's, sounds, I look, sounds I look, it does sound wrong, doesn't it? But like in the lockdown, it's because you're kind of just on your own so much. It's nice to have know that Friday, oh, we'll lose coming Friday. Yeah. yeah. So that's all cool. It's like so you're you're my Friday night habit. Well, I yeah, feel, I'm flattered. <laughs> yeah, it made me feel good. And it's actually where we're going to start off this week. Um, oh, hang on. Well, we'll tell you. We're going to answer some of the questions from last week. Reason being, we don't have any more questions is because I've had a hiatus from um, the old socials. Yeah. Yeah. I had a bit of a shitty week, if I'm honest. So we're going to address that because a lot of you, a lot of people online follow me for the upbeatness of my being, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I do dumb stuff and I film it. <laughs> so, but what you see, I do. Yeah. And we were talking about this before, obviously, we were recording. I had, like, I just, I don't know why. There was no real reason for it. I think it was like a subconscious buildup. I just woke up one day, came downstairs, and there was just nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing in me. Just didn't even want coffee. Like, just... You know, I just looked at everything as a chore. Everything seemed like I didn't want to. F- I felt like I was gonna film something to film it rather than to enjoy it. Yeah, and I was just like got in a real rut with that, and um, so I didn't film. So I thought I'm not making it up. I'm yeah. not gonna pretend everything's cool when it's not. Yeah. So, so what you see of me of nonsense is true nonsense. Yeah, yeah, genuinely. Well, obviously, from knowing Lex <laughs> yeah. on social media before knowing Lex in real life, that's literally just what he's like. Yeah, yeah. it's not made up. I think like. Um, from what we were talking about, obviously in the last couple of podcasts, we do talk about getting motivated and, you know, some of the things that we use, but also no one's like infallible. Like everyone, yeah. like this th- is they're it. good rules to follow, but it doesn't mean that like, just because we talk about it, we never have problems where well, we like yeah. struggle with motivation or mood or whatever but else. Like it happens to everybody. It's, I think, I think it's really good to know. And this is, it sounds a bit shitty, but it's good to know it's unavoidable. As in, if it hits you, it's cool, it's normal. Yeah. Like, it's unavoidable. When we're in such a, a depressive state as a country, as, as a world at the moment, I guess, yeah. there's, it's none, there's no way of avoiding it. All we're doing is kind of surfing the wave. Yeah. And you're going to come off the board a few times. It's yeah. just that you've got to get back on the board. Yes. Yeah. That, that's what it's about. And you were saying yourself, you'd had a bit of a bit of a week just where, again, no reason. Yeah. But, it was more just. Yeah. It was one day really. Um, yesterday, and You're it was better just, than me. He manned up. It was just. It was. I don't know what it was. Um, and yeah, it really got in my head, and I felt really pathetic for for not necessarily having, not being able to pin it down to one particular. I couldn't be like, okay, this is the reason why I'm feeling yeah. shitty today. And you're like me with that. You need that. Like this happens because of this. Yeah. And then you're good. Yeah. If there's no reasoning, you just kind of have this lack of clarity. Yeah. And it sends you off. Yeah. It's yeah. it's disconcerting not knowing why <laughs> i guess like <laughs> yeah. just, it's it's like oh okay what's just what has changed yeah um and then like you know talking to my partner and like processing a bit of like why why i was feeling shitty or trying to figure out why and then we didn't come to a conclusion but yeah. then the result was to make a conscious effort 
to attempt to feel better. Yeah, but talking um, about it as well. Yeah. Because then you're like at least acknowledging, I've been in a shitty mood. Like, yeah. have you noticed it? And they're like, yeah, I noticed it. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, cool. So they can pull you up on it when they can, because sometimes when you get real, real like misery guts stage, yeah. you don't even feel miserable anymore. No. You just feel normal because you've been miserable for an extended period of time. Yeah. And so you don't realize how grumpy you're being, how short you're being, uh, how mad you're getting stuff for no real reason. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm pretty good at catching myself when I get like that. Like I get, I get, I, I really make conscious effort to not get mad when something goes wrong. Like if something happened, like here's what I used to do, right? So I used to have, <laughs> I used to have a red MR2 Toyota yeah. body kitted up, yeah. like T-bar one. Nice. It looks sick. They're pop-up headlights. Yes. Dude, I, I went to try and buy one the other month because oh, really? I had a nostalgia moment. Yeah. And I was like, I just want one on my drive just for a weekend. Like, because I was t- torn between getting a classic, something like I can work on and do bits and bobs and enjoy, or like a classic that's also still about yeah. like being yeah. used by boy racer-ish. Yeah. And um, Toyota MR2 popped in. Dude, they're going for like £7,000 now. I swear I bought mine for like two grand every single time. Yeah, it's gone past... <laughs> it's got reached the tipping point where it is like... Now it's a classic. Classic, yeah, yeah. It's in that territory, isn't it? But a prime example of one time I remember, and this was like pure, unadulterated Lex mood. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was body kitted up, which meant it was two inches off the floor at best, mm-hmm. you know, which inevitably is going to... Make you mad at yeah, some point. The, yeah, you're gonna you're yeah. asking for. Trouble. And we're not talking flexi body kit. We're talking solid fiberglass, angry looking thing. Yeah. And I remember I was parking it, and it was somewhere in a town. And you know when you you don't, it was a parking on a slant. Yeah. So the curb got progressively bigger as yeah. the slant went down. They didn't follow it like yeah. a normal human would. Now they thought, well, it needs a bigger curb. Well, we will level the playing field with a big curb, but the whole parking lot slanted. Yeah. So as I came and pulled in, the curb got bigger on one side, and I didn't notice it, and so I caught my bumper properly you know when you hear the noise and you're hoping you go and you're in the car doing that do i look at it do i look at it i was like i've got to go look at it got it and i got out and it chunked a a triangle out of the bottom of the body kit you know you can and it was red the car was red red yeah and i could see white just this white oh god and i remember i got so angry now where's the logic in this that i swore at the curb yeah called it a, f- a fucking piece of useless concrete yeah. or something, then question the universe, why? Why would you make the curb bigger as the car park goes down? <laughs> and then, to top it off, exclamation point, kicked the curb, full football kick, yeah. with my foot in a trainer, yeah. not a boot, not a steel toe cap, no, no, trainer, whoop, kicked it, then wondered why my foot nearly broke. Yeah. So now I'm mad, got a cracked car, and possibly a broken foot. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? How shit snowballs when you're like when yeah. you're pissed off, you actually end up fucking yourself up more a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. it does you no favors to get angry at the situation. No. Like, what's gonna the the curb won twice? I was yeah. two nil down to yeah. the curb. Yeah, yeah. There was no there's no one up in the yeah. curb, is there? But that is the point I go back to in life. Whenever I'm about to get mad at something, I yeah. think curb's gonna win again, Lex. Yeah. The curb is coming back. It's <laughs> it's coming back. So I'm very good at at managing this like n- negativity that can build. I catch it real quick and I shut it off because I'm aware that I can get that way. Yeah. So I think a big thing is being aware. And so I was aware. My point being, I was aware that I was in this slump. Yeah. We didn't know the we don't know the reason particularly. Like you didn't know the reason. No. But slump hit, and I thought, okay. Everything seemed overwhelming. I've got to film this for YouTube. I've got to film this for Instagram. Instagram stories. I've got to get that going because people rely on me to do this. I started feeling a bit overwhelmed and a bit like, and it's a bit pussyish if I'm thinking about it. I'm like, mm, I've got to film some stuff from Instagram. How hard? Oh, you poor boy. But it's not essentially the act itself. Yeah. It's more the pressure you're putting on yourself. Yeah, to actually, you have to do it. Like, the, yeah. 
like when do you get days off from Instagram? Don't ever. Like, and, sorry, and how long have yeah. you been doing this for now? Seven years. So like no matter how perceive like no matter how someone would perceive making content for social media, how easy or hard they would perceive that to yeah. be. Yeah. You do anything for seven years without a day off, it gets it's gonna be challenging, it's isn't point. it? Yeah. So like I guess it is it's just it's it like it swings and roundabouts, isn't yeah. it? Like it might be easier in some ways. Yeah, you don't necessarily that's it. have to dig holes for I honestly feel blessed that I do what I do, yeah. which is why when I have these moments, I feel like, what are you talking about? I'm being a bitch. Yeah. Like, what are you on about? You, you, would you rather be working in some office doing bullshit you hate? Yeah. You Every day you get to do something that you enjoy. But like like anything, we get desensitized, don't we? And yeah, of course. Work becomes work. Yeah. So I have to remind, I do that as well. I, I remind myself, that's another one to go, would you rather be in office? Now, because I wanted to do like, uh, teaching or law was two things I was going through. So one was I went into law courts and worked there. Worst thing I ever did. Mm-hmm. Dreadful as work experience as a kid. Yeah. So I go back to that moment. Is that where you want to be? Is yeah. it where you can't wear sleeveless t-shirts? Oh. As you found out on your first day walking into the the, the, the law courts. Yeah. <laughs> I walked into the law courts wearing brown boots, jeans, and a cut off green t-shirt and wondered why they had an issue. <laughs> I was like, what, you can't wear this? What happened to being cool in law, people? And yeah. they're like, yeah, get in the filing cabinet and do some filing. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, they stuck me like in the back and was like, shirts. And I was like, oh. That was your, so that, your um, work experience. That was my work experience. Oh, yeah, and then I got so like involved in stuff because I didn't, because they just would get people in and they'd just do filing. And I'd be like, no, no. No, I want to see the court records and I want to do this. So they had me sitting in court watching cases, which was pretty cool. Yeah, and also really like pretty sure not allowed. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. Oh. I was just literally allowed to walk in and I'd be able to read the case file before I went in. Yeah. And then go and sit and watch it and be like, you're going down. <laughs> Guilty. Yeah, get, Bring your own gavel in there. This <laughs> <laughs> is kid at the back with a lunchbox and yeah. a plastic hammer. Guilty. Yeah. Um, so they then moved me from there. I then got to go out with the bailiff guy. Oh, damn. Just, they got me out of the office yeah. to the point where that's the most miserable thing I've ever seen in my life. What a horrible, horrible thing to have to be. Like, saw people getting kicked out of their homes. Shit. Like, proper families, like, with kids. And they were swearing at these guys, like, you heartless bastard. How can you do this? And the boys were, were saying, I was like, how do you, like, this is rough. And they were like, yeah, no, we hate it. It's yeah. horrible. He said, but we have to also remember the people who were getting kind of pulled out of their homes, they used to say to me this, they've had months and months and months of being able to stop this happening yeah. in some way. And I was like, huh, maybe, but also like still rough. They pro- I was going to say, they probably, it's not that they've had months and months. It's a lot of the time I would imagine it, so they financially can't. Yeah, I think maybe that's how the guys dealt with what they were doing. Yeah. Is they'd be like, Tell yourself they've been given opportunities. We're the last end of the line thing. This isn't. A yeah, thing we're pushing, but yeah, that was real. That was, wow, that was a tangent. It, Let's not go down that negative tangent anyway. Yeah. It, it, that made me appreciate a lot of things. Do you want to know, do you want to know about my work experience at school? Yeah, why it's, not? it's a very short story, we, but um, so yeah, I just, like, just did we, did we discuss that you were a naughty lad at school? No, yeah. we haven't. Well, so, no, no, we, we definitely we discussed that personally. So, no, we spoke about some bits on the in the last podcast, okay, but we didn't go deep. Oh, into yeah, how naughty you were, okay, yeah, we didn't talk yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, Lou, Lou, Lou is a, a a roguish child. Yeah, I was, just, yeah, I was a lovable rogue, maybe. That would be... Uh... Before we tell the story, yeah. sh- should we do the bottle? Yeah, do the bottle. Because as always, we are sponsoring ourselves yeah. <laughs> with some form of liquor yeah. during these sessions. So Lewis has picked up this one. Mr. Lewis has picked... Oh, we haven't introduced ourselves. I'm Mr. Lewis. I'm Lex. There we you go. should know by Done. now. It's episode three. Yeah. Right, there we go. <laughs> Black Country Barbell. Black underscore country underscore barbell on Instagram for Lou's Gym and Lex underscore fitness. You'll find us. We're there. Same for YouTube. Are you on YouTube with Barbell? We are on YouTube, but Same. we don't really do a lot. I think it's just 
black country barbell just with spices. Okay, but it will be happening yeah. future online because we're going to be doing way more content yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get back to the matter literally in hand. So you have picked this up from where? Just a normal supermarket? It was Tesco's, 30 quid from Tesco's. Oh, it was a 30? Yeah. yeah so it's it's m- not our previous £15. No, this is was, a bit more serious. Yeah, I was I was struggling for choice. I, I was in a bit of a rush and the the choice is decent there, but there was like the yeah. lower the lower budget stuff just wasn't very impressive. Not as many cool Doubtful. bottles. But this okay, yeah. If you haven't listened before, we pick our <laughs> not through the savviness of our knowledge, but because is the bottle cool? Does it have a cool label? Is there a cork? Yeah, and it ticks all three boxes. Yeah, it's called the Burning Barn, forged from the fire, which is what it says. Then honey and rum, Burning Barn, honey and rum. And the cool thing about this is it tells a little story on the back. It does say in September two thousand fifteen, our barn burnt down. Forged from the fire and smoke of that day comes burning barn rum. And I think that's quite apt to what we just talked about. Yeah. They had a their entire barn burnt down. And they were like, do you know what? We're going to use this as a story to create a new rum. Yeah. So they used it as fuel. And I think that's what we're going to do with that. Uh, hopefully, what you'll do with our stories at the end of this podcast. Well, I know. I don't know whether it's the same, but I know with some um, whiskies, they actually put in like burnt wood. Yeah. No. It, and like, I wonder whether they literally Ooh, whether they when, use that wood. Yeah. Whether they cool. whether it's metaphorical or <laughs> whether it's literal. <laughs> well, we didn't read much further because we got stuck on a word after that point. Because. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. it then says, like, the finest, and now I'm pretty sure, right, I'm going to spell it to you guys first. It's G-U-Y-A-N-A-N. And we, we think this is a country somewhere in, like, Colombia or somewhere, was it? Um, Something like that. I don't so remember. it's the finest, and then we went, Guyanan, Rum. Guyanan. Guyanan, at Gainan. I came up with yeah. Gainan. So it, any of these, which... <laughs> so the finest, it's either finest Gainan, Gawanan, Guyanan. Guano. And then we came and then we ended up with Guano. Mm, guano. And then that's where we stopped reading the label. So it does say from there that it is uh, the finest Guyanan rum with English honey, liquid gold in a bottle. Burningbarnrum.com. It is 29% volume. So actually not one of the strongest we've had. No. I have um I've got high hopes it'll be quite sweet though. If it's not strong, that should be low burn. Mm. So let's open, let's just do the open test. Does it do the pirate open test? Here we go. Oh, no. That was high. That wasn't a bunk. Yeah. That was a more of a, a cheeky pop. Yeah. Maybe once the bottles are a bit again. more empty, though. Let's do it again. No, that is a cheeky open. Mm. That's like, ha <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll be polite and pour yours first. Thank you very much. I think when the bottle's a bit emptier, that might, might give it a bit better of a... That's a nice noise, though. It pours nicely. It does. Thank you, mate. There we go. That's, this is home pause. I've been trying to work out what my home pause are in terms of um, how much I'm actually pouring out the bottle. Like a triple? Do you reckon? Yeah. That. Oh, it's a big old ice cube as well, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But it does look quite a lot, doesn't it? Anyway, yeah. Try it now. Let's see if it's still a cheeky pop. See if your theory works. That's a bit more parity. Yeah. Still not quite manly, though. I feel like it's a bit cheeky. Yeah. There we go. So, Bernie Barnroom, what we're going to do. On the front, so you can see it. Um, we're gonna let that settle, let the ice cubes melt. Because if you haven't watched before, we do we do tell you how to drink these things, and we do drink them neat. We're not adding anything in, and then what we do is drink them, and we basically say it tastes nice or it burns us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that, that's the it's like an uneducated, super uneducated. Like 
kicked it's out. Still useful information. Kicked it burns. Out, kicked it out of whiskey burn. primary school level education. <laughs> We're going to get better as we go along. <laughs> yeah. Maybe when lockdown's over, we should actually just do some like proper tasting courses so we can. One hundred percent is what we're going to do. But more people have been messaging me saying like, "Okay, they get it." So we put the ice cube in. You let that sit. You let that bring that down to temperature, and then you let it, as it melts a little bit, it gets smoother and smoother as you drink. That's the idea. So that's what we're doing. Um, so we'll we'll hit those in a little minute. We'll let you know that's like. But Lewis. Naughty Childhood Story, please. It's, it's literally a really short story. Oh, okay. So, like I said previously, like kind of, I think I mentioned it anyway. That like when I picked topics, when I picked uh, when I was picking my classes, because are we in primary or secondary? School? This is secondary school, sorry. Right. Like um, GCSEs, and so about I, I didn't get the fifteen. Yeah, fifteen and six, okay. like fifteen and sixteen. So I didn't get my subjects that I picked a lot of the time because I was so bad. They were just like, "Well, you're just getting what you get. It doesn't really matter because you're going to fail it anyway." <laughs> which, which they were correct anyway. So like, they, they, you know, well done them. Um, <laughs> and I think it was similar when I had like work experience. Like, I, like again, bottom of the pile for what I'm going to pick, and I, I ended up having like, we were going to go to a, a place that did for, um, not fire alarms, like. A, Security alarms, um, but for like prisons and stuff like that. So massive like circuit boards. <laughs> so like, you either gonna get a job doing this, or you're gonna go to the place that you're doing the job for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and they were like prison and electricity. They yeah, were like literally. these massive, almost like fridges, and you open them up, and it was just like full of stuff. So I, I saw the site once um, as like a basically they got to meet you and they'd accept you on for their uh, for the work experience and then a few okay. weeks later it started um, but I got arrested the morning I was meant to start work experience so I never I made I never wasn't made ready it for an arrest no yeah. <laughs> hang on <laughs> So, that hit me wrong. I wasn't ready for you to say I got arrested. Yeah. I was not ready. <laughs> yeah, it's like really like the one day that just stuff to do. The school couldn't have had a worse person. No. Why can't the student appear for work? Oh, he's been arrested. Yeah, I know. It was really bad. It made me look way worse. I wasn't bad all the time, okay, but like I'm back. It, oh, it definitely. Uh, it it was just unfortunate oh. timing. Right, go on. So yeah, then so I missed my first day. And can we say, ask what you got arrested for? It was fighting. Oh, that's quite cool. Yeah, fifteen-year-old. So yeah. yeah, it was a good. Some. It was a good fight, but maybe we'll we'll save that for an, another story. I'll leave was it a worthy? Was it a worthy? Was it an admirable fight, or was it? Not? Well, he went into hospital. Yeah, but did he deserve it? Did he die? <laughs> <laughs> did he die? No, he did. I didn't. I was. I was trying to stop something that was about to escalate into a fight, and then I got hit. And that was it. And then, yeah, yeah, that was it. Okay. But anyway. So um, admirable-ish. It was, it was silly, like, realistically. Um, but you have to defend yourself in, in that situation. Yeah, and, yeah. like, me and the guy, you know, the, we had some problems afterwards. But then, you know, a, a year or so later, we, like... Friends? Not friends, oh. like, but we, we kind of, like... I, went, Disney, I went to Disney with it, didn't I? Well, A year my, later, married. My, my, best, <laughs> my best mate, Chris, we met because uh, we had a fight. Yeah, well, so, that's it, isn't it? Sometimes yeah. these people do full circles, and you meet up later, and it's like a break in the ice point. It's like, weren't we dickheads? Yeah, we were. And then, boof, off well, we go. This was literally the same day, though. Oh, you had a fight then, became mates. Yeah, 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 literally Can the happen. same day. So, like, um, it, was the, it was the point where you, we moved up a year, and all the classes got rejumbled. Yeah. Um, and I had a fight at lunchtime with, actually, so <laughs> me and my lunchtime friend fights. had a oh fight with him and his friend. So I was technically fighting his friend. Right, um, and he was fighting mine, um, and then I stopped fighting his friend because he was on the floor, which and means I, you win at that point. Yeah, so in my head, Queensbury I, rules: no kicking on the floor. Yeah, and right. I just left. He yeah, yeah. like he wasn't he'd had enough. He, yeah, he wasn't a fighter, um, <laughs> and so I, uh, again, I left it at that point. 
was watching the other fight happen. And then, like, out of nowhere, Chris, like, did some, like, flying <laughs> kick and got me right in the sternum and just winded me straight oh, away. Oh, plexus shot. I just wasn't able to do anything. It took, it took the air out of me. Um, and anyway, yeah, so that's that's where the fight ended. Well, I didn't even realise I was in the fight. But, <laughs> but then, I, then, got I, flying yeah, then I just was, like, up against the fence, like, <gasps> trying, to, trying to breathe. And then, yeah, so lunchtime happened then into next period first time in in this new french classroom with uh seating layout and i get sat next to chris <laughs> we're like, all right this is a bit awkward yeah. so we were like sat there for a bit and then as soon as the lesson actually kind of you know they did the what is it called register where they yeah. read everyone's name out and then uh yeah we just sat there for, like awkwardly for a bit and i was like that was a good kick that was mate <laughs> proper winded right and then like after that we just got chatting and then i think literally it might have been that day i went like you know you need to go over to your mate's house do you know what it is though this is this is why i try and encourage people to go to like boxing clubs and uh mma things or tie whatever it is some kind mm-hmm. of comp- combative element of sport like team sport thing because when you ever see you see it in the fight cages all the time you can see two men who hate each other mm-hmm. but when that fight's f- finished they legitimately will most of the time 99 percent of the time yeah. res- either bow to one another respect hug each other say great fight whatever you yeah. know you, do, you know and there's that moment of just pureness, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. And all the aggression's gone, all the testosterone's, the, 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 what's happened has happened. Yeah. And you just get these two pure, fresh canvas human beings greeting each other. Yeah. Then either like they carry on then and they're really good and respectful to each other or like, someone says something dickhead in an interview afterwards and it comes back. Yes. But um, there, is, there that, is that moment, that moment where you can change which way that relationship goes. Yeah. And, and, yeah, for me as well, at that point, like I think that was... because I. I I wasn't in a fight, so did I lose the fight? I don't know. Like, I did you didn't take... feel too bad. Yeah, sidewinded. Yeah. yeah, so like it was a little bit, and I felt like almost like if I can talk to him, then I can be like, well, I wasn't even expecting that. Yeah. So like, do you know what I mean? I was like yeah. almost yeah. making an excuse for myself. <laughs> um, and then like because we we used to enjoy not enjoy but like fighting used to happen quite a lot yeah and we used to like love the ufc so like we used to, and then like Try it was literally regular we just go back to his house and just beat the shit out of each other <laughs> and like just be like we just do like body shots and stuff like that but we just bat the oh, crap out of each other just it, just for the fun of it mad what you do i was talking to i i use this lockdown so i've used it um as much as we've had the downtimes i've also used it as points to reconnect with people who mm-hmm. are around the world because you know everyone's kind of like stopped at the moment aren't they yeah so I got reconnected with uh, one of the, my best friends was from uh, not even school. It was from basketball at yeah. school yeah. years, through school years. But he was from a different school altogether. So we only saw each other at weekends. Big Chris is called. Uh, ironically, because he's quite tall. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we should have called him tiny. Yeah. Being ironic yeah. with it. But he's literally about six foot nine. Yeah. Like ridiculous. So imagine me stood next to him. Yeah. It just, you couldn't even take a picture together. I've got a picture of him. Uh, we're together at someone's wedding somewhere yeah. and it's like him and then my face because yeah. <laughs> that's the only bit that it fits on with him like um I, I basically look like i could be his sex toy that, that's yeah. pretty much it like yeah. if i'm honest yeah. if i'm honest i, I look the least manly ever when i'm stood <laughs> next to this guy and uh he's not a big burly fella or anything he's yeah. just always in athletic shape because he swam a lot as a kid so yeah. he's he's not a gangly six foot nine yeah he's filled just, out but he's, not yeah not massive bulky. but he, he doesn't look oddly six nine he doesn't look gangly mm. And um, I really hope he's listened to this because he'll get a crack out of it. But um, we used to, we used to, we were addicted as uh, through 15, 16 years to WWE. Yeah. Like, like loved it. But and my mum, when I was growing up at that point, we lived on like this ex-farm place. Mm. So loads of stuff to jump off. Yeah. And we had a video <laughs> camera. And I was talking to the week stream. I was like, I wish, I wish I could find a video. We did a full, we would do 40 minute matches. Yeah. Right. 
and, and just put like <laughs> in the living room sometimes at two in the morning downstairs in his farmhouse jumping off sofas onto each other yeah. but all we had on the floor bearing in mind the floor in an old farmhouse is basically like concrete yeah. then boarded over yeah. um we just put these big cushions down from yeah, on the, the sofa. Yeah, yeah, but not the ones you sit on. The cushions that go on the cushions you sit on. Oh, right, yeah. We just like, because they were quite big and fat, we got a few of those lined out, but we yeah. never thought to pull the actual big ones off. Yeah. There's a point where he choke slams me, yeah. right? Six foot nine of him. He has to not lift <laughs> so me. You see, like, 12 foot in the air. <laughs> he has to not lift me fully because he smack me off the ceiling. Right? And he gets me up, holds me there for a bit, and then he brings me down. Now, I was committed. I'm com- If I do something, I commit to learning how to land properly yeah. so that it looks. I don't land legs first i take the hit on my back yeah and you hear him he hits me you hear the pillow give a momentary little bit of support and then it completely give out and my body just go as it hits the concrete underneath this pillow at which point you hear from my my little body go Like, if I was to understand me, and he gives me a moment parading around looking tough to try and get back online because I'm just out there yeah. on the floor, but committed to the videotape we were. Yeah. It carried on, the fight goes on, and then we there's near pins. We, do, we don't have one super move at this point either. Yeah. We have eight each yeah. because you love everyone. Yeah. Everyone's got eight moves, and none of them you kick out. Eventually, or you'll grab something that lets you break. Just please tell me this foil, this like this, this exists somewhere. You can find this. This is on a videotape somewhere. I pray to God it's somewhere in my mum's storage or something. Because if I find it, it's going up. It's going up, and it's but so it carries on. And um, there's a bit, and this is the bit. uh, This is how I reconnected with him. I do the. I either do it's either the twist of fate, Mm -hmm. or it's the Randy Orton RKO. um, RKO. <laughs> but he takes it full plank like yeah. goes with it arms down by his side because yeah. he thinks the pillows are going to help yeah. well I know the pillows aren't going to help from <laughs> earlier on in the match yeah. but so I RKO him on this pillow but he doesn't he's just RK- he full planks it onto the floor you hear his bones yeah. <laughs> hit through this pillow and then from the midst of this thunk and me looking really pleased with myself because yeah. I've got my own back you just hear him go pin me <laughs> He's six foot nine, lad. He's pin me because <laughs> he doesn't have the air in his body to speak with his normal vocal cord. Yeah. So that ended the match because he literally couldn't carry on. So the other day, I sent him a message, and all I sent in the message to him, he lives in Vietnam now, yeah. was pin me. <laughs> And from that one message and me thinking about that moment, we've now reconnected. And after like that, I'm going out to Vietnam to go and chill with him. Oh, and damn, sit. Yeah, awesome. I know, how sick. So these little things that like you can take out of life from a while ago now, bring them back. And we were saying on the last podcast, connect with people, get use, use this time where we shut down to connect. And that's one I've done. And it, it genuinely, that was my good week. And then for some reason this week, just bottomed off like I can't yeah. remember, man, yeah, at it all. Doesn't it? it does happen. It's mad. But I think taking that time on socials has really helped me reset. And I think that's a big thing. I think if I'd have plowed through like... We said before, didn't we? Mm. That's our nature. Yeah, just try and muscle through everything. Yeah. Like, just push it, whatever whatever the problem is, ignore that and just carry on going. Yeah, that which, didn't work. Next. Yeah, yeah, which isn't not always the right approach to, to, to have. I think a lot of entrepreneurs need that mm-hmm. because you're going to fail at a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's not going to stick. Like, And you're going to come up with problems that only you're, it's you down to you to solve it because there's nobody else there. Yeah. But I think at times it can get like a little bit much because you, you try and get too much on your plate. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and so I was saying, no matter what the context is, if there's too much on your plate, take a step back. And the biggest, like, oh, we need to do the old, no, we've got, no, we've video got. is still going three minutes, or two minutes, I'll tell you this. So 
we always say well, you can always help a mate can't you really easily because you're not involved emotionally in their yeah. situation the step back so if you can do that from yourselves that's going to really help you when you have these down moments catch it realize it take a step back what have you really got on your plate what can wait a minute what can wait a day you yeah. know and give yourself a moment and honestly i i took i i took time off the social but i didn't take time off being productive so i storyboarded like some ideas to start for next week new vlogs new videos um been in some great business conversations had those alongside which i won't talk about yet because they're not signed off but they're going to be sick um just stop and start this now uh, again we're limited to this 30 minute bloody video camera thing hang on and we're back i'll do a click there we go that gets we a, a sound oh well. we can do the sip let me finish before we go because we tangent so easily oh, no. so what was i saying already forgotten <laughs> um, already forgotten taking a step back take oh that's it realize that some of the stuff on your plate can wait take a step back from it and reassess like okay what's really important what, what we need to do now, what can just take a moment. And so I'm taking time off the socials gave me, it took away the stress of film, film, got to film this, got to get this, got to get this. And I thought, you know what? Look, yeah, you're not going to get that video up you wanted on Friday or Saturday. It can wait till Monday. Mm-hmm. It's still going to have the same information. If anything, you're going to get more now because you're going to be able to talk about this yeah. as well. And so it's given me, it actually gave me time to to not worry about that and actually be more productive on other levels of like taking a call I'd had to put off because I thought I've got to get that filming done. The call ended up being more than I expected yeah. and perked my week up. Yeah. It brought me back round. Like I had, before you got here, I had just finished that conversation. It's about like a new full, you know, signing with a big company doing something really cool. So that gave me that moment. And I think, so the resets, don't be afraid to have a little bit of a reset. It's okay yeah. to take a day. Yeah. It's or two. Fun. Or, or two, if you need it. But just have the one you take in those days, be planning for the days ahead when you're restarting. Yeah. Like, have that plan of action. Yeah. Look at the little wins as well. Like you said, you were talking about some of the things that you did around the house as well, but oh, you, yeah, you took more yeah. time to get some shit sorted around I the house. I did. That is a good thing to talk. Yeah. So instead of just being sat in the house being miserable as well, which is what happens, because you, you're miserable in your four walls, so you're not changing your environment. What's going to make you, how are you suddenly going to get happy from the same environment if you were miserable in it before? Yeah. You can't be, can you? No. You've got to break away, come back, see it through fresh eyes. So I thought, okay, what's the way? We're going to be stuck until, well, we found out we're going to be stuck in lockdown until March, aren't we? Minimum, yeah. minimum, they've said. 8th of March, they're saying in the UK before they open schools again. Yeah. Which means gyms maybe, hopefully then. Fingers crossed. I hope so. Yeah. Hope so. But, so I thought, okay, so I'm here for a while. Let's make my environment a pleasure to be in. So I thought, let's do all go and get some little bits for the house that make it feel a nice place for me to be. Because I've changed a few things around so that I can work out here and I've got different bits in different rooms now. So that was a real thing. I didn't spend a lot of money. I spent like 50 quid. But it got me out of the house. I went to places I enjoyed, like the hardware stores. I hate supermarkets, so I didn't go there. So I went to hardware stores, felt a bit more like human, did normal, like you said, more day-to-day stuff yeah, yeah. that felt normal yeah, rather than, Doing the weird stuff the socials yeah. requires. Yeah, it's like um like you know, it, it just living as a as a normal person who's not having to put not having like but yeah. Your living requires you to put everything you do on social media. Yeah. Whereas like Which is a bit I strange. don't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is strange. You're in an you, unusual situation. Yeah. And your days are so timed, I don't think people realise this. It's like you have to have things up at a certain time, then you have to leave it a gap and then have something up mm. when it's like you do something you're like crap i've got to film that now before i can enjoy it because once it's gone it's gone yeah so it's very much capture capture the moment but you also then lose the moment yourself a little bit a lot of the time so i think if you're living life through the camera too much you kind of don't really live it yeah and that can build up on you as well i think there's a balance isn't there like um how i'm completely the opposite so i if everything's down to me obviously we do content for uh for the business 
Um, but me personally, I don't really ever post on my own social media. I don't record stuff. I don't really get photos. But Emma, she's always like, we should get photos of this, that, and the other for memories. Yeah. And she's definitely got a much more balanced approach because now looking back on certain things, I'm so glad that I've got photos. And yeah. I would never have taken them myself. It's yeah. purely because of her saying, oh, you should get, you know, we should grab a photo of yeah. us here or get a photo of, you know, us with the dog when we're out on a nice walk and things like that. And I never was proactive enough to do that. And especially more recently, I've really like seen the the benefit of doing it. So there is a sweet spot in the middle. But then yeah. I suppose if you are living, like there's a, there was this viral video of this guy who's proposing um, to his maybe future wife, I don't know. And um, she literally, so. she's in shock. <laughs> and then like for a few seconds, and then she gets out her phone to get a photo of the ring before she's said anything. She's You're not kidding. even looked at him. And he literally grabs the phone and throws it on the floor. Oh, good man. Also terrible her. Yeah, that was what so a, bad. And I was her, like, oh, her first thought in what she's in should, shock first. should be one of the peak moments in life, yeah. memory-wise. Yeah, it's like unless she's is, been proposed to like eight times before, yeah, we don't know like, about this it. This one's for the gram. This one for the, yeah, yeah. This one's a three monther for the gram. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, sure there are I, humans. I like felt that. so bad for that guy. Yeah, but he's put all this effort in, and your response to this man putting his emotions out for you, or woman, if it was the other way around, because yeah. you know, uh, is to take your phone out, like. Man, I would reconsider the proposal at that point. Yeah, well, like that's it. There's that that balance between living your life and then and trying to just have, have your life as to a document. Highlight reel. Yeah, the, yeah, highlight really life is weird. And I think there is that not living living it through. Like, come on, we're, we're sniffing this room between us, aren't we? Yeah, all right. right we're going we're for go- we're going for the first. Sip. So this is the burning barn. Just have it again. Burning burning barn rum. Okay, first sip. Cheers, Paul. Cheers. Thank you, sir, for coming over again. Mm. Oh, that is delicious. Oh, my God. That's Ooh, if you, very honey. The, the honey hits you straight away on the front of your tongue, mm. and then the rum kicks over on the back with a little bit of that spice on the back of the tongue. Second sip. So first sip, the alcohol will hit your taste buds, and you get a little bit of the burning sensation. But if you let that first sip sit in your mouth for a second, then just let it fall down your throat. That kind of coats your taste buds and gets them ready for the second sip, which will always be nicer and less of a burn if you're sensitive to the burn, which I'm going to take now. Lou's already reveling in the second sip. I'm ready to finish this off and get another pour. (laughs) This is gorgeous. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Okay. It is very honey. Very, very honey-based. If you love honey, you will love this. Have Um, you ever had mead? Yes. It's a honey. Yeah. It's like very sweet. It's like... But it's... Because it's not like pure honey. There is it's it's like a mead and rum. It's like mix, a almost. if if you don't know, it's when you get something this sweet with the, it's like having its own built-in mixer effectively. Yeah. But that's also shown in the percentages, only twenty nine percent. Yes. So if you look at the lower percentages, they're always a little bit more palatable straight off the bat, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, and that's not <laughs> that's not necessarily a good thing always. No. But like, it, well, was, yeah, it's an indication that it might just be a little bit softer for you. Though. I was going to say, if you don't like, if you're more into the the oaky alcohol side of things with the rums and whiskies and stuff um or more be into the deep spice of the rum this isn't going to be for you but if you like sweetness if you've got a sweet that sweet toothishness mm. to your to your personality that is a beautiful one. yeah and then you can drink that neat and easy Ooh, should i have we, to be uh, careful with that one yeah i know should we get on to some of the questions that were sent out that we uh, oh yeah let's do hang on did we finish what we're talking about before we tangent off i forgot <laughs> we've already forgot what we were talking about how is our brain we're like goldfish yeah like, oh look at that that's fun oh look another oh a castle oh yeah. look at that that's shiny oh look a castle 
I think it was... We were talking about taking a step back, being uh, the social side, your side. Oh, the, the woman with the phone and the engagement. Yeah, yeah it's it like it's, it is a fine I, line, isn't it, between living life, yes. documenting life. And, and I do have a quick one for this one. Um, before I took my little break from the social, which I will be back from, back very short. It's only a short break, but it just is helping. I went out to take... It was snowed. It snowed here. Mm. Love the snow. Beautiful. But then I had that thing. Oh, got to go get a picture in the snow. That was my first thought. And then I thought, why are you thinking like that? This So I could feel it building, this like anxiousness towards, yeah. oh God, I've got to go get, I feel like I've got to get that, got to get that. Rather than going out and enjoying it and getting at it, being out in it and just enjoying it and yeah. having my camera with me, I was going with my camera to it, yeah. which was different. It's not organically happening. Yes. Like I, when it snowed, me and Emma, well, like I said, I just fancy going out and making a snowman. I haven't done that in wow. years. So, and I wanted to do that. Yeah. And I, I, want, I couldn't because I had to go and take the picture. Yeah. See what I mean? So I lost. Yeah. So we... I wanted to make a snow dick, if I'm honest. <laughs> we made the snowman. And then, like, as we were doing it, obviously, I own a gym. And, like, we, we started, and it was just a normal snowman. And then, like, he started to have some delts. And then, so I like, ended up, like, chiseling away, giving him, like, pecs and abs. Yeah. And then, like, gave him arms. And he was doing it. And then, like, we were like, oh, we'll get, like, something to that make a fake barbell. Sent, is, that's, you actually made that? Yeah, yeah, I thought right. you sent me that as a joke. Uh, yeah. You actually made it. Yeah, so he's, like, doing an overhead press. He, of, like The snowman is literally holding... A weight above his head. How? Yeah. How? How did you get the arms up and not? Literally, crack? just like snap. Just packing it. Yeah, just pack the snow up. I thought you like... just found that picture and sent it to me as like a jest. Yeah, no, no, that was, we made that. Yeah, so. Um, I mean, have you? But then, snowman. Oh, well done, you, sir. That was yeah, a good but snowman. we and we put that when we uh, afterwards it was like oh it looks quite good and then we got a photo of it and that happened like organically and then yeah. we posted it and the post did really well like for yeah. us you know we're only a small gym but yeah like sometimes these ones that we plan out and want to like I think oft- about loads i often think sometimes through the image you can see that it's not forced yeah and i think i think you can get that through so my thing was when i went out i caught myself doing this mm. and i was like okay you've left it too late now in the day to be able to go build a snowman and get the photo and your job is your job and that's just tough shit yeah but I thought, what we'll do is I'll get my photo, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my backpack, I'm going to go, and I'm going to spend some time in the snow taking pictures for me. Yeah. Just of the scenery of my bag and just playing with stuff. So I tried to do, like you said, that balance. I went and got done what I needed to do, which took away from the, the I guess, the exact organicness of the moment. But then I'd, once that was done, I was then out of work mode, and I just started walking and looking for just nice shots for me to take to enjoy the photography again, yeah. just for me. And so I started taking, like, I did footprints in the snow away from my bag and had my bag up against a tree. Yeah. And, like, it looked a bit, and took it, like, started working with angles of that, so, you know, footprints away from the bag into snow. It looked a bit like adventurous. It was cool. And so I was messing around the lake and I walked into a bit where the trees were and stuff like that. And um, as I sat there, as I was just putting the camera away, this falcon came and landed on a tree. I swear to God, no more than 10 feet away from me. I've never, ever seen anything like it before. Yeah. Just out of nowhere, just saw it. It came swooping in and then just perched on this branch. And I was just like, I took my moment to really enjoy it. Yeah. And then I thought, I've got to try and get a picture. And if, if it was just for me, yeah. just, just to practice, because I had the camera and I was literally putting it in the bag. Yeah. And as I swung to get it, I thought, this is going to be a cracker. And it was just going to be for me. The fucking tractor came up the bloody Blaine way. And the Falcon was like, peace out dude and just zoomed off and just gorgeously flew across the field which i still just because i was there i just i paid no attention to tractor and just watched this hawk but dude this thing was massive Mm -hmm. and we're used to seeing like sparrow hawks and stuff like that here Mm -hmm. this thing somebody told me it might have been a goss hawk i'm talking i don't know birds it was like this i'm not a twitcher If, if you watch on youtube it was i reckon what's 30 centimeters that so it's probably about 45 penis 
50, about the size of a normal good man's penis. Yeah. <laughs> it was, let's say it was like, what's that, 12, 18 plus inches? It was big, big <laughs> yeah. thing. You know when you see the talons? Yeah. It was one of those. Like this thing, like if you had a chihuahua, your chihuahua was going bye bye. Yeah. This was a bye bye yeah, chihuahua got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a see you later chihuahua hawk. So it was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. And I left, again, because I'd stayed out there, I could have taken that photo and then come in and not experienced that moment. Yeah. But because I caught it, I thought, no, stay out, enjoy where you're at for a little bit and mm-hmm. did it and didn't worry about getting the photo up by 6 p.m. Yeah. You know? So it was a balance on that one. Um, it was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. So I think I'm going to do a bit more of that in the future. I think when it, I'm going to go and do photos, I'm going to go to an area where afterwards I can go on a little ramble, yeah. do some stuff for me, you know? Yeah, taking that time and having that balance, isn't it? Like yeah. the, everyone always talks about the work-life balance, and like it's going to be real hard for you to define that because your work is your life. Yes, and she's um, odd. Yeah, and because like, like, I look at everything with a duality. Yeah, I know that when I set up the business and the gym, my relationship with training tra- changed drastically because now my what was my escapism is now my business. Yeah. And it does have a, it does change things, but for you, it's even different. Like I can still leave the gym and go home, and I'll, I'll there's, there's always shit to be done, um, from social media wise and whatever yeah. else. But I can get out of that environment, whereas you literally. That's are what I think the problem is with home training as well. Yeah. You know, going to the gym for me is part of my enjoyment of of training. Is going to a place that's not my home, mm. full with strangers that I might or might not talk to. That's not. Yeah. Uh, it's just full of other energy yeah you know and it's like a place for me of through those doors right it's there's some work to be done here now kind of thing so here because it's my house and i'm looking at this stuff and it's 10 feet away from i can poke it with a stick yeah it's the same energy in that room as it is in the room where i'm not feeling the best yeah so it transfers it doesn't give you that escapism like a gym would like i can be really i can have moments in the house i'm not not going to gym not going to gym and i will not go to gym for an hour telling myself i'm not going to go until i man up and go go to the goddamn gym Mm -hmm. i'm fine when i get there i literally wasted an hour chatting myself don't know you don't need to or you do you know excuses but the moment i will step in the gym that fire lights up and I'm off. Yes. Yeah. Don't get that with the home workouts. So I think what we said before, we said on the last podcast, go out for a 15-minute walk before you're going to train. Yeah. Because you get that energy from outside. Yeah. Bring it back put inside Put some music on or put something motivational on. And like, because everyone, like, you know, most of the time when people are going to train, they will pop some music on in the car when they're driving down. Or yeah, head I do. In. Yeah. And you might not even notice that, but that is you getting your head right. In, well, Pavlov's dog, isn't it? Yeah. That yeah. music comes on, it sets the mode. Yeah. Gets I, you I, there was, um, I'm trying to think, I think it's called Bounce, the book is, and um, it's a book on basically people performing in sports and like... Bounce. Yeah. Matthew, hmm. I think it's Bounce, Matthew Side. I might be wrong. Um, he's written a few other books of similar topics, but this one's mainly about sports. I'm sure it's Bounce. Yeah. Um, and he talks about like how, like how people get so good at certain sports and whether there's genetic predispositions to certain things and whatnot. And it kind of debunks a lot of that stuff. And there's a lot of about kind of effectively just practicing more. Um, well, they say there's that saying, isn't there? Yeah. Hard work outworks talent. And yeah. talent doesn't work hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and yeah, it's kind of, I forgot the actual point of what I was, where I was getting at with that. Um, God, we are so bad. I know, Dude, terrible. You'd think we've been punched in the head more than we have been. Yeah. The, for the level of the things that just drop out of our skull. <laughs> if, our, if our heads were a kitchen utensil, they would be a colander. 
Yeah, they, they definitely would. Only holding useless stuff. But you know, it'd be the opposite colander. So, like, say you put rice in the colander yeah. to save the rice. All that would be left in the colander afterwards would be water, yeah. and the rice has fallen through. Yeah, it's like a reverse like, colander. I have moments in the day where I need some information, and my brain, I swear it's a separate entity, because I'd be like, brain, we know this. Can I have the information that'll go, not right now, but how about the lyrics to Top Gun Danger Zone? Is that any use to you right now? And I'd be like, no, brain, that's no good. I'd be like, well, that's what, what we've got. what you're getting right yeah. now. Or... Telephone number for a house that you no longer live at from when you were twelve. Yeah, or like the the you yeah. know registration plate on a car like you had ten years ago. Obviously, but that's semi useful. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, not always. Like, but... like, ten years ago, use that's been scrapped. Yeah, car that's been scrapped. How about that one? Yeah, not the current car you own. No mm. idea what that is. Yeah, <laughs> or like your best friend's phone, like house phone number from house primary school landline. That yeah, they yeah. probably had only like twelve elder... people move house since then. <laughs> it's like it's not someone else. Only anymore. elder millennials will know about landlines. Yeah, landlines. Yes. It's a weird concept now, isn't it? I know. Yeah. Let us tell you about the time there were hardwired phones attached to walls. They were so pointless. Yeah, it really, it really is. I, like, I genuinely don't even know the last time I've used a landline. It's probably I don't even have one. You know, don't even have one because the only thing you get on landlines is cold calls, uh-huh. cold calls, and I just I'm I'm not rude enough to just hang up on them. I am. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got a bit better, but not I, enough. The other the other day, so like I've recently renewed my phone contract, and like I enjoy to go through the spiel. I en- What's with the spiel, people? I enjoy the the process of like trying to drop the price and like play Do them you? off each other. Yeah, I find I- it. I find it kind of fun. Hate it. You know when you go to countries where you have to barter for everything. You go up and say, "How much is walnut? Twenty pounds." Like, oh, come on, bro. Yeah. Don't make me say ten p. Yeah. Like from why? Why are we doing this ridiculousness? Yeah. Like, so just the tell time me the goddamn price. Well, like, I, I find it relatively like fun anyway, and it didn't doesn't take too long. But um, I managed to get like basically thirty percent off what the that's apparently according to Vodafone or the bloke. I spoke to that is the most that yeah. they will take off, and it was like, and it was going to be sixty-two pounds something um, a month for the for the contract. And I was like, okay, that's cool. With your phone, I see. Yeah, with the phone. Um, they've gone up. Yeah, I know. It's Jesus. it's the S twenty-one Ultra, so it's like stupidly expensive. And it, this was on pre-order, so it hadn't hadn't even come out at this point. Right. Um, and then I phoned up because I was like, okay, I'm undecided whether I'm going to go for that or the S twenty Ultra. Um, sorry, the the Note twenty Ultra. I'll call you back tomorrow, or I'll get, Were you lying? call me back. No, I was going to talk to my mate who's got that. Oh, I you're was literally, like, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about it, and then the next day I called back. Um, started talking to them, and I was just like, I don't like the sound of this woman. Like, I don't feel like there's any rapport be- between me yeah, and her. Yeah, she doesn't give she's a not, shit. Yeah, she's not going to yeah. honour this discount, and I just hung up on her. And then just called straight, <laughs> I just called straight back, and, I, and then uh, someone else, and they were like quite chatty and friendly, and I was like, yep, I can. I, I know that I'll get a good deal yeah, with you. And I actually managed to save another five pounds a month with this other person so I was like so the other guy lied to you this is what I mean so he's like there telling you this is baseline this is all I can do you know I'll have to sell my dog to the boss if I do any lower and then you ring up the next day and some bloke called Nigel's like yeah I could do five pound off what you were told before yeah yeah it was that makes me. That will make me not buy from that company. Mm. I, I will. Honestly, I will say they, they all do the same thing. Though. But it drives me crackers, man. <laughs> Just tell them. Like I go in and say, "Listen, what is your best deal?" Because I say to him, "I am going to go to all your competitors and find their best deals. And if I find something better than yours and come back to you, and then suddenly you can match it." I'm going to only ring you back to tell you I'm not taking it from you and I'm buying it from the other person. The thing is, though, they've got to do that because so many people don't. 
Like most people just won't haggle the price and like. I don't care about other people, Lou. Yeah, I don't care about other no, people. No, you're I know. I'm trying to get fun. my phone contract. Like me, this is like, fuck the man. I'm beating, <laughs> see, yeah, yeah, beating the system. It's a mentality though. Like yeah. I'm, I hate it all. I'm yeah. just like, please, just give me. Listen, look, you can see, I've paid. I think I've been here for this amount of time. Just give me the best deal. Like, what, what is your best that you can do? Be honest. Makes me feel like I've achieved something. When yeah. I, do. Oh, I, I, I've, every time <sighs> the bill comes in, I was like, that could have been thirty pounds more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the dude who walks into like a car place. And is like, oh, I've got a budget of this, and they go, really? Have you seen this one? It's got red leather inside. I'm like, take my money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible. Like, I have to take a friend with my best mate Mark. I take with yeah. me because he's ruthless. Yeah. Like, he doesn't give a shit. He what he walks from yeah. stuff all the time. And he, as we're walking away, we'll go. Don't worry, they'll call you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they do yeah. every time. But he, he, I have to. I'm like, I've got this to buy. Can you come with me? He's like, yeah. He loves it. Yeah, he loves it. And it, but he I also, can tell from how he is that he would be like that though. Like he just like yeah, just it's a, his a hard thing. bargain. He just loves to be. He loves to. I think I think his game I think he loves the fact of like he's just mentally beat you. Yeah. He gets a, like a, a bit a kick out of it like yeah. I just I just w- this was a game of mental chess and I won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's I know one of saying. those well, whereas I'm more like flip the board I'm going to go doodle. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought like when so this was years ago uh, maybe like I don't know 6 years ago me and uh, Emma my partner we went to Tunisia um and They've got like their Medina, which is their like market, and there's an old Medina, and you uh, you go around and you, this like you know the bartering thing that is, is what you do. And Emma was yeah. really like beforehand, she was like really nervous. She was like, "Oh, I don't want to do it. Will you will you haggle anything if we need to?" And I'm like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll go for it." <laughs> um, and then out of nowhere, Emma like swoops. So there was this, I think it was like a fake diesel backpack or something <laughs> like that. You're the fake. Oh my god! The Turkish one. You were yeah. in Turkey, were you? It was like um, some of those fakes were brilliant, and some were so bad that they had to almost buy them just because they were that terrible. Yeah. No. Well, it was it was good, and it lasted me a couple of years after, so I can't complain. But anyway, <laughs> so we know um, the tale. Yeah. Now. So like, and I, I was like bartering with this, and and fair play to the guy because he didn't have the exact bag that I'd seen elsewhere, and he literally left his shop, ran off. Came back like two minutes later, like out of breath, with the bag that I wanted. And then I proceeded to like haggle him down. I was like, I know that's like realistically, he's just gone massive out his way. Yeah, massive. Um, And then like Emma pretended to cry to 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 beat because like why they're very um, wait a minute wait a minute what's the storyline where she's in tears is, so is it's like bag we, for someone who's dying it was like we, <laughs> we we haven't got the money to get it I don't know whether it was for that bag or I think it might have been something else as well so we haven't got the money for the bag and, and like, brought her to tears yeah so it like pretended to just and it and like it worked and he dropped the price down I was that's like, because man. no man can withstand a, a woman crying but it's our ultimate they were brilliant tonight they were brilliant though because they like literally played up to all the the like British stereotypes so like we have the idea of just like you know them offering camels for your women <laughs> so they joke about it and then and they're just like and and they'll put on like a fake accent and they're like hello mate but like they'll, yeah, yeah. They'll, but they'll try and do it it was yeah. great well, mate. Yeah, yeah they sometimes confuse you with australian though don't they yeah i do you know what i used to get all the time i used to go so i used to go to egypt quite a lot because when i was in my um inverted commas bodybuilding stage mm-hmm. but just hyper diet focused yeah i used to go to all inclusives because it would cost too much money to go abroad and shop or go out to eat all the time mm, yeah. for what I would need because I'm, you know, can't yeah. lose muscle, bro. Yeah. That was before I understood the science behind it all. Yeah. So um, I used to go inclusive a lot because I just thought it was better value for money and I can eat what I need. Mm. Um, and so I went to places like Egypt, Turkey, all the like stereotypical kind of yeah. places you go to. Egypt, 
Sharm El Sheikh. I went there before it became. It's now like Blackpool on steroids. Yeah. Like, it's awful now. It's yeah. horrible. I'd never go back. But after seeing Carl Pilkington, it really put me off. You know, oh, when the they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just hound you. Yeah. That's real. Yeah, they, like you get off that you get off whatever transport you've taken to get there, whether it be a taxi that you think might take you to the desert and murder you, or some other coach where there's more people and you feel safer because you're like, well, they're not going to murder us all. Hopefully, mm. <laughs> I, got, I got a tale about I won't go into it because it's too long at all. But me and Mark went on holiday to Egypt. We uh, the, the brief version of it was don't walk out. It, brief version is don't walk out of the airport thinking you can hang with the taxi outside, then go back in and get a taxi because they'll threaten to shoot you if you try to go back into the airport. Uh-huh. Yeah, vicious. Yeah, so we ended up getting in some like unknown taxi that we didn't know and the dude was on his mobile phone the entire way when we were going back. And when you drive back, it's all dark. Yeah. All dark, dark, dark. Just like it's a purpose-built road, but no lights. Yeah. And he's on this like burner phone yeah. and just going wibbly-wob, wibbly-wibbly-wob, <laughs> like different words I don't understand. Yeah. And Mark's looking at me like, are you, are you ready to fight? Because I'm ready to fight. I'm like, I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, think I'm, I think I'm ready. Yeah. And it just looked like we were going out into the desert. Yeah. And we thought we were dead. But we were fine. Dropped off, no problem. But yeah. it was just, you know, we watched too many Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. I think um, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. You can get in your own head yeah. in that situation. There'd been, been some bad times prior to Egypt with the shootings and that before mm-hmm. they, they pedestrianised everything now, haven't they? Because of that bombing it was, mm-hmm. I yeah. think. Yeah. Anyway, you go there and all I got walking through the streets, tangent story, was, hey Rambo, hey Rambo. I'm like, kind of cool, but also, Why? Yeah. Like, where's the Rambo-ness coming? At the time, I had, like, short hair, I guess. Yeah. So I didn't have the Rambo mullet. Yeah. There wasn't the party mullet going on. Uh-huh. And hey, Rambo. And every man, every man, if I talked to him one 30 seconds, would, at some point, just go, I'm wrestle. <laughs> I'm like, why? I'm not 12. <laughs> like, I'm wrestle. No, I'm cool. Thanks. <laughs> but I'd have to decline it. Like, they were offering me a drink. Yeah. <laughs> it was everywhere I went. That's I'm wrestle. Awesome. And then I went to Turkey, and I thought... This will be different. And then about half a day in, hey, Rambo. <laughs> I don't even... No, I don't want a shot of fruity liquor at 12 in the afternoon to come into your restaurant. Well, oh. I, would, I definitely would. <laughs> yeah, well, I was on a different level. Yeah. Just before I opened the gym, uh, went to Tenerife, um, which is like the most stereotypical like... I've never been. I actually fucking love it. Good? I, I was going in thinking, okay, yeah, everyone goes to Tenerife. Here we go. There's a reason why everyone goes to Tenerife. Here we like, go. don't get me wrong. Like, we got a very good deal, and it was a really nice hotel. The food was brilliant and everything else. But then actually going out into Tenerife was awesome. I was <laughs> drinking from like eight o'clock in the morning. Seriously? Yeah. Like, eight a.m. You got one of the things you could get was prosecco because it was all inclusive. Uh, was it all inclusive? It was all prosecco. Well, yeah. Anyway, clearly you, you got pros- or you had the option to have part prosecco. Of the breakfast, yeah. um, so I had prosecco with breakfast because I was like, "Fuck, I ain't having. I ain't been off an alcohol and not having it." <laughs> Uh, and then it was like mojitos all day and pints when I was going out because it was like like a euro for a pint. Mixed mojitos and pints. I was mixing everything and like about day five, my I wasn't I was never getting drunk, but I was just only drinking Constantly alcohol. Merry. And, yeah. uh, and like yeah, got to day five and my head was killing me and I was like, can anyone remember me drinking anything that wasn't alcohol? And I was like, <laughs> I was no. no, no, yeah, water. I only drank alcohol for the first five days and I was wondering why my head. That was is like, a little similar to when I went to Cuba. Yeah, because it was you go to the bar, it was all inclusive and everything was all inclusive, all the drinks, mm. but you only got served local spirits in the all inclusive, which basically meant you picked your mixers with whatever nail polish remover they were going to pour in with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one time in the Egypt, on the Egypt story, we went to an all-inclusive nightclub where they put a band around your wrist and yeah. you go in and pay for nothing. I thought I was getting apple and vo- apple juice and vodka all night. Mm-hmm. Um, proceeded to kill all of my intestinal flora <laughs> in a single night. After gloating for two weeks, I had no upset tummy. Tummy, you know, because you get the, what do they call it? The Nile 
no, what do they call it? The the Delhi Belly or yeah. stuff like the similar thing, but yeah, for Egypt. But, yeah. Um, after it? like being like, haha, I've been careful with my food. No, upset tummy. Killed all my intestinal flora. Nearly pooped myself to death. Actually, if I'm going to be honest, it was I was like a, a, a hydrant. It was coming out of all ends. Ooh. Yeah. For a full day, I was in the dark after this night out and then went to the doctor and was proceeded to be put on a drip for two days. Well, one day after the other, they let me off one drip. I had to go back and get another one. But he just refilled all my electrolytes. And then I had to like rebuild my intestinal flora. And the, the guy said to me, this is, the, this is when you know you've gone, this is when you know you've gone wrong, right? He said, where, did, where have you been? Like, what have you, have you eaten? And I was like, nothing like, careful with that. I said, have you been to a club? I went, yes, club, uh, all inclusive band. He went, in the desert, wherever the thing was. Yeah. And he just looked at me and went, all inclusive? I went, yeah, he went. And just shook his head. Yeah. Like that. And I went, yeah. what? Yeah. Why? He like went, dry and cleaner. You, you drink uh, vodka? He goes, yeah. And I said, yeah. He went, mm, not vodka. No. <laughs> yeah. They just brewing it out the back. It's yeah. just eth- it's just nail polish remover. It's just ethanol. Yeah. And they just mix it with apple juice. So obviously it just went in and just uh, basically uh, disinfected yeah. my intestines oh. for me. Squeaky, kindly. Squeaky yeah. cleaner. Yeah. 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 Squeaky clean, but nearly dead. Yeah. yeah. So That's where the hand sanitizer is coming from now. Coolest doctor you've ever seen. Obviously I had like uh, the holiday insurance you get for for whatever yeah. but there's an excess yeah. and I was like I, I wasn't like I didn't, wasn't have, didn't have money to burn or anything like that so yeah. I'm like worried that the bills are going to come through and he just looks at me and he's a cool motherfucker he's hotel doctor dude as well yeah. just listen he goes no problem you sign what I give you I was like yeah he's like no excess <laughs> and what he basically did was he put me on two drips mm-hmm. billed me for four mm-hmm. covered my excess yeah. with his bill yeah so said I'd paid the excess, but I hadn't, and got the excess off the company mm. to, just just as a favour. That's awesome. How clever and how cool was that yeah, guy? Really, yeah, yeah, awesome. Help me poop again and save me some money. <laughs> Those are like the only two qualities you need in a doctor. <laughs> Save, saving you money and making you poop. <laughs> That's most people's complaints. <laughs> Something coming out that shouldn't be coming out, or there's stuff not coming out that should have been out days ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you a more constipated person, or are you a more more? Are we actually having person? this conversation? Yeah, fuck it, why not? All oh, right, we're deep now. We're going yeah. in because people only go, people only really go people one. Go one or the other. I I I have no problem. Yeah, I'm a I'm a two a day, three a day guy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Apparently, that's not the healthiest either. Apparently, it should be a one a day, very concentrated. Uh, moment of your day. Oh, really? Like, yeah, poop stool and all that jazz is the healthy guys do it. I, know, I, I heard that um, a few more times. Is, well, from well, what I, I heard. better than not going. Yeah, because I, 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 I think it's it varies. Let me just pause and stop the video again because I've got a cool one. Not a cool one, actually, at all. It's a horrible <laughs> one. I can say it anyway. Um, girls, mm-hmm. whenever you have this conversation, talk to me and they're always like, oh, I, go like I go once a week. I'm like, Oh. Once every six months. Oh, you're you're dying inside. Because yeah. they're like, why should the toilet so often? I was like, what do you mean so often? Like yeah. once a day. Yeah. Like that's not once a week. Do you imagine? Do you imagine how much we would be waddling around? I was gonna say I would. I'd be like 120 <laughs> kilos after a week. Like <laughs> we'd be like gains. Yeah. No, constipated. Yeah. yeah. Like so, ladies, not normal. Yeah. Once a week. No. No. I'm not sure, normal. Um. So it, there is like obviously people are going to vary, but I'm sure it said between twice a day and once every two days. Like any time, any frequency around that is re- you know relatively decent. I'd say like until you start whey protein, then it's five times in the first day. Yeah, if you're <laughs> lactose intolerant or whatever, because I'm sure like something like eighty percent of the population is lactose intolerant to some degree. Yeah. But like most people, it's relatively subtle, so they won't. That necessarily is a good notice. point. Actually, yeah. So 
can, can we just can we just attack the people who say, um, I can't have gluten. I've got gluten intolerance. Oh, really? How, how did you find out about your gluten intolerance? Well, I feel very bloated. I don't know why I'm this. This is the voice I do when I do somebody who's saying something daft. <laughs> so we're, I'm sticking with it. I feel very bloated, and I just cut bread out. Right, cut bread out. Right, right, cut right. bread out. Right, because right. gluten bread, you know. Right, right, cut bread out. Right, totally. Right, right, right. Do you believe me? Right, cut bread out. I do. Right, right. I want a sticker for it. Yeah, cut bread out. You savage. I'm fine. I'm fine now. I was like, really? You're fine? Yes, sir, definitely gluten intolerance. Let's just back you up there a little bit. What was your normal daily intake like? Well, I'd get up. I've had two pieces of toast, right? Yeah. And then I'd have a wrap for lunch, right? Yeah. Then when you get home, what would you do? I'd probably make a sandwich or something. And then I'd have my tea. Right. So you're having eight slices of bread a day mm. of some form. Yeah. Dumbass. Of course, you've got some kind of gluten buildup. Like, can I just tell people now? Gluten, the protein, when it breaks down, is it forms a waxy substance. So no matter what human you are, if you eat too much bread, you're going to get a gluten buildup. Mm. Eat two pieces of bread a day, you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. It's, it's, it's literally the rule for everything. Like moderation is key. Yes, 100%. From the person who was saying so, he was drinking every day on holiday. If you have a severe gluten intolerance, what will happen is you will eat one piece of bread. One. And it will mess you up. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't happen, you are not gluten intolerant. Yeah. So you do not suddenly need to stop eating bread and become vegan. <laughs> yeah. And start telling everybody that you have now cut out bread and feel wonderful and also vegan. Yeah. No, just to, come on, balance people. Things. Yeah, that's it. I think balance is like it's key for nothing, everything. Sorry, just before we get mad, people. Nothing wrong with veganism. No, no, no. It's all for it. I I'll, eat some vegan stuff now. Yeah, I, well, I've got. I've cut down my meat consumption. I've got I'm quite cool a few. With it, uh, but I just like some meat. Yeah, quite a few friends that are vegan, um, and I. It's not that difficult anymore. I was going to say, um, I only recently have really reintroduced meat. I had probably. Do you go full? Um, I wasn't vegan. It was a vegetarian it. for like. I don't know. It was okay, and there was like breaks something where I would on. have something, but it was it, it was over a year. Your veggie um, means you can still have dairy, doesn't it? Yes, but I don't have dairy anyway because I'm pescatarian or veggie. So I uh, Do you like, have fish. I occasionally would have fish. So you're a pescatarian. Yeah, but like it, it was like one thing, like one maybe one piece <laughs> yeah. of fish a, uh, a week or something. So it was still very minimal. Um, but if I'm honest with you, it was it was for me. I found it to be a little bit hard work because of just getting my protein intake in, and like there's only so much I was able. Well, to this do is with it, like isn't it? Beans, the protein levels like are the issues, and you're getting better with yeah. the, like I love vegan shakes. My mum, my mum and sister are both vegetarian, have been for quite a while, and when I go to her, she makes me this beautiful corn lasagna thing. You wouldn't know, yeah, you wouldn't know. Um, and since she's done that, I've started eating that more. Mm-hmm. That that mince, that fake yeah, mince the that they corn have, mince. Yeah, it's yeah, lovely, it's lovely stuff. Um. So I do, and I do try and actively reduce my meat meat consumption to more of a level. Whereas if I think, okay, if I was hunting it, how much meat would I truly eat? Yeah. Um, and I just think, as a as a, if we all did that just a little bit, cut out a few portions, we would reduce the the need for such such a killing yeah. of of uh, domesticated animals, which is cool by any stretch, you know. Yes, yeah, that, that's really it. cool. I I think I went from pretty much having meat in every every meal of every day. Yes. To then. I initially was like, I'm just going to cut it down, but uh, like, it, somehow, like I was cutting it down. But then, before I realised it, I'd gone a month without having anything. I was like, actually, that yeah, wasn't that hard. that hard. So then I was like, fuck it, I'll keep it going. But that's it. If it's facilitated, it's easier. And now shops are getting easier mm-hmm. to do it, so that's cool. And and it is. If you haven't tried the vegan stuff, honestly, I'd, make, I'd try try that. I don't want. I don't know what it's called. I can't think of hand, but it's basically their version of mince meat. It is um, uh, like the, the corn one. Is yeah. The only I think it's corn. Yeah. But the only thing my mum like did say. Packet. 
it was um, you have to double flavor it. Yes. Because it doesn't take the, the flavorings as well. But, oh, still good. Mm. And a decent 20 grams of protein per 100, mm. which is no worse than red meat. Red no. meat, most people think red meat is this amazing muscle, but it's only 20 grams of fat, uh, protein per 100. Yeah. It's not amazing. Like, chicken's 31 in comparison, which is yeah. a huge difference. Tuna, 20 as well, sucks. Yeah. Tuna's not worth it. Tuna's just not worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hate tuna. Tuna steak's nice, but other than that. Mm. But um, so I had, a, I had something I wanted to say before. That. Oh, yeah. So I met somebody once, and I thought this was a really cool idea. We tangent so much, man. It's hilarious. Weren't we talking about some kind of like motivation now we're on being vegan? <laughs> I don't understand. Anyway, she was um, at one of my, she was one of my sister's friends. And it was at her birthday and she was vegan. Mm-hmm. But then she ordered something that wasn't vegan. I was like, aren't, aren't you vegan? She was like, oh, I'm an in-house vegan. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's that? She was like, well, if I can eat vegan when I'm out and about with friends and things like that, I will do. Mm-hmm. But because of the nature of our society, vegetarianism is much more of an option in most places. Yeah. So she said, when I'm out, I will be vegetarian if necessary. But then when I'm home, I'm vegan. Yeah. I was like, that is a sick way of being. Because you're not limiting being able to go out and socialize. Yeah. That's, that's, what a that's great way of being. That's maybe still a more restricted thing of what I was doing. Like I, I wanted to try and cut it out, so I didn't buy any yeah. meat. But then we went out for someone's birthday. This was obviously pre-lockdown um, to like Rodigio Rico in like Birmingham, and it's like a meat restaurant. I'm like, I'm not going to. Is that one of those places where they come out and go, "Would you like some chicken heart?" And you're like, "No, you weirdo." Why well, I did have some chicken heart. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, what is that about? I don't know. Would you like this tiny piece of meat on a giant sword? Not particularly. Where's the chicken breast? Well, they had which they so, never bring out. So they have like a paddle. And then it's a, like a red and a green. So when it's on green, they just keep just keep coming, keep coming, and it'll it's different stuff. And they come out and yeah. they cut it, and it's all. So fresh Ben Brazil, up. isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. This is Rodrigo Rico. They're the same thing, aren't they? These Brazilian know. restaurants. Yeah, Ben yeah. Brazil is the one in but, uh, up north. Yeah, but it, it was gorgeous anyway. And like I've I've eaten there before in the past when I was eating meat at the time. And I was like, I'm not fucking going to Rodrigo Rico, a place that was like best known for all their meat. And oh, not this is having, where you're doing your yeah. This, kind of this is when I was yeah, yeah not eating vegetarian it. thing. Like, so, I'm the goal is just to keep it reduced and not to limit myself and not to like not have any social kind of not well, that's fun it. when I'm going and out socially. The, the only issue that I find with some people is that they like to pronounce that they're vegetarian, vegan, or whatever, and or whatever, gluten intolerant, this intolerant, whatever, mm-hmm. if they're on specialized diet of any form, that they can't possibly go there and eat there. I'm like, well, cool, don't come. Yeah. And I then it, it's, what's the point? Yeah, it was, I don't, I think it's getting so much better now because. Being veggie or vegan is becoming way more mainstream. Which but is, in, yeah, initially, yeah. it was almost, and this is potentially going to offend people, but it was like, <laughs> it was the um, Jehovah's Witness of dietary choices. Oh, clever, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, everyone, like they can't just be vegan. You know just how I said that was clever, so I'd join in on the insult. <laughs> yeah. Just in case you get flack. Yeah. So just like, stumbled up and yeah, taking that. Just like, take that back for you, mate. <laughs> But like you know, it's it's fine that if that's what you want to do. Yeah, as no, far, I see as, far what as I'm you're concerned, everyone do what you want to do as long as you're not hurting anyone. That's fine. But then obviously there's the but then pestering I honestly people would or say, berating people for their life choices, like, especially now when we're locked in and locked down. Try some vegan stuff, man. Yeah, or vegetarian even if you don't want to go that far. Yeah. Try it cooking with it and stuff like that because it made me feel better knowing because I am an animal lover. Yeah, me too. Like, but I do like the taste of meat. Yeah. But it made me feel better that I was doing something to reduce my consumption. Mm-hmm. And the chicken I bought from restaurant from. Um, Sainsbury's so you know it's pretty yeah. good if I put that in a goddamn frying pan if I'm not buying it here's my top tip if you want to buy chicken go to Halal Butchers mm, yeah Halal Butchers they're not allowed to mess with the meat because of obviously religious standing yeah. meat can't be messed with they will trim and clean and dice the meat for you before weighing it mm-hmm. so you only pay for what you can cook yeah there's my handy hack for the week That's if you're right. going to go out 
halal butchers my, way my forward. My granddad was a halal butcher. Oh really? Yeah, my dad told me a story about when uh, when he was a kid they had a they had a pet goat for a bit, and then all of a sudden <laughs> for they, a bit they didn't honest. have a pet goat. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then they, then they had like they had uh, <laughs> goat for tea. Oh, this is delicious. What is it? It's Susie. Yeah, uh, but uh, yes, my, my granddad was a halal butcher. She Jurassic, he Jurassic Parked you, go. Yeah. He Jurassic Parked it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yes, yeah. that's a good handy hint on you. Halal Butchers, that's our top food hack for the week. Yeah, I was going to say, so many then, are like, they're pumped with water just to get the white yes, up. that was which, it, yeah. When you, when you cook it, you see that water come out in the pan. Like, see it? Mate, I could not do a stir fry. boiling. Because it was boiling. <laughs> yeah. The chicken, I had to take it to the sink, pour it off, and I'm on my own in the house, muttering to myself, pouring this chicken off, going, bloody crap, he's a stupid dad. Like, why do they do it? Like, I'm not buying chicken there anymore. That's no. it. I'm going to the butchers down the road and supporting yeah, them. Yeah, like farm shops or local. Yeah. yeah, do that, man. If you're if you're near anywhere that's a farm shop, go and support your local farm shop because those guys, you know, they're giving you real value for money because per kilo, that shit will not shrink. No, yeah. it might. You might think that you're saving yourself a bit of money. You are not. But it, yeah, it's not. Yeah. It, it's like... You can go on YouTube and find a shitload of videos of of the processes that it goes through. Yeah, yeah, you can see the processes that it goes through, and like that you don't want to see. Yeah, I was yeah. exactly saying that. I'm I'm a massive animal lover, and then I was I found my, like just questioning myself like how can I profess to be an animal lover mm-hmm. when I eat meat constantly and like it's true. there's such a disconnect between like the you know it's just no this, face no yeah, face this, no this, feeling kind of thing. Yeah, and it was I was out at um it was like this kind of farm zoo type thing where you could go around and look at the farm animals and wherever else with them like a couple of years back and I was walking around and like I was there was piglets in one of the barns and I was just like fussing the piglets and I, I, I the clever the, animals pigs I absolutely right? loved them and then at, just outside there's a load of kids getting served bacon sandwiches and stuff <laughs> And I was like, "Fuck, man!" Yeah, I'm it's, like, it's a reality check. Yeah, it? and I was just like, yeah. "I can't be part. Of, I can't be yeah. part of this." I was like, "Fair enough. If you want to eat meat, eat meat, but then don't say that you love animals." And I don't like, know. I think that there is definitely a balance. Like, listen, we're domesticating animals and we're rearing them to be food. Yeah. So if they weren't reared to be food, they wouldn't be they here wouldn't anyway. Exist, yeah. yeah. So I think the the thing is, is do we need as much as we kill? No, 100%, no. no, we don't. So let's kill less. Yeah. And just let's just be fairer with these things that yeah. we're breeding. Let's let's care about the animals a little bit more. Charge a little bit more for the meat. Make it a premium again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that there's a reason to buy it. Yeah, yeah. Like when, make meat a premium, not a fucking necessity. Yeah, yeah, because it is. It's a luxury at the end of the day. And me saying like, you know, well, you're taking a fucking life. Of course, yeah, it's a luxury. Yeah, literally, like me, literally taking. Think of it that way. You're taking a life to have that thing on your plate. Yeah. Fucking make the would effort. You, would you do that yourself? Would yeah. you take that life yeah. yourself? No, you wouldn't. Most well, uh, no. Ninety nine. This is the thing. Wouldn't. I would with a bow and arrow or a gun hunting mm-hmm. for like two days to go find the elder beast that needs taken out to support mm-hmm. the rest of the population yeah. the way we, the I hunters do it. I think that would be a sick way to live. Yeah. But we don't live in a country where we can do that. I was no. just going to actually, so we've done the vegan and vegetarian thing. I think we've got a good concept on that. Let's not go too far deep into that. No. Just a quick one, which is a different one. I was having a conversation with someone the other day. Um, what is the biggest wild animal? Because in in America, you can get killed by a cougar yeah. as you're wandering around. You know, just have a mountain lion will just bite your face off. Yeah. In England, I think the worst we have to deal with is badgers. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> what is badgers the biggest? Are mean they are mean, but they're little. Yeah, like but you can I kick them in the face. Yeah, I don't think like I don't think a human's ever been killed by yeah. a badger. No, not been a, a frontline story of human mold to death by badgers. But like dogs and stuff, dogs have been killed by badgers. What is our biggest wild animal? Now, my answer to this was horses. Then are they wild though? Are they yeah, yeah, no, there's, there's around here in, in Shropshire, there's wild horses on the moors. Really? Yeah, yeah, hundred, a full okay. full lot of them. Yeah, I would say that. Do you reckon? Yeah. Or were the, were there are the, some wolves that have been re- reintroduced, so this is like... Do I, we have wolves? Yes, well, it's... 
it Scotland. was on the I think if I remember right, it was on the border to Wales. So at one point Near me is Wolves. Yeah. So The border I, to Wales is Wolves. Like, so I checked this out after. I'm sure it's the border to Wales. Um it was just like it was in, in Wales, but it was I just immediately a, want to go find the wolves. So like I I was driving to work in my old job years ago and I saw this it was a dog and it was huge. Yeah. Um and it was pitch black, it was really it was like three o'clock in the morning, early drive to work. And Where are you driving? Was, Wales. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and like it was on the side of dual carriageway and just saw it for a split second and like you know if your stomach drops like I was just like that, that ooh moment yeah, yeah but it was literally a split second and I was like fuck that I swear that was a, <laughs> I swear that was like the, the biggest fucking dog I've ever yeah. seen um, and then I like later on that day like I spoke to my gaffer about it who I was working for and I was like I swear I saw a wolf and he was like nah well, like there aren't any wolves in the country anymore like and I was like I fucking saw the biggest dog yeah. ever then because like it looked like a dog and it was huge. And then like I uh, like the neck I came home, told them. Which is the biological it. description of a wolf. Yeah. It says uh, it if you look at wolf it says dog but fucking huge. Yeah, fucking huge dog. <laughs> fucking huge um, dog. And then I yeah, so then I Googled it to see like are there any wolves? And there was like there is it was like ten or twelve wolves had been reintroduced. Um, so what we had wolves in this country. I yeah, never we knew used that. to have wolves. Really, really? Yeah. Yeah. Christ. Um, and yeah, they've been reintroduced and they have pictures because they're all tracked and it's like a, it's, yeah. a, it's they've not just dropped them in and we're like, fucking <laughs> crack on, see see if you get anyone. Yeah. Off you go. Yeah. And um, they're all being tracked and they're like, Edinburgh's I, that way. <laughs> um, and went through and I, like, there was only one that was like a really dark, like almost blacky grey and the yeah. others were like lighter colours. Um, and so I I saw the wolf that I saw earlier, and on the picture on that was that on was what you saw. Yeah, yeah. And That's my idea in Wales, though, because I would have thought Scotland would be the wolf place. Yeah, hence for making the Edinburgh joke. Um, were there ever? Now is this just my brain? Bears in Scotland? For some oh. reason, my brain nags at me like there was sightings of bears in Scotland or something. No, I don't know if that's true or not. I have no idea. Uh, tell us if you know. Let us know. Yeah, yeah let us know. But so, I think so. The still so okay. Biggest wild animal that could maul you then would be wolves. In yeah, England. it would be a wolf. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, yeah I might die, be, oh, like, it's better than dying by a badger. Yeah, I'll let, yeah death by a wolf on your gravestone is much cooler. Yeah, yeah. Kill, <laughs> kill Here lies Lex Griffin, exploring woods, two thousand and twenty-two when COVID was over. Yeah. Mauled to death by badgers. <laughs> have, you, have you seen honey badgers though? Yeah, they're, yeah, but we don't have those. No, no, but they're like, a different just, kettle of fish. I was going to say honey badgers are bad motherfuckers. Yeah, no, they will take things. Have you out. seen like the videos of them fighting? Like, like one honey lions. badger walks into a pack of lions and starts attacking <laughs> them. <laughs> literally strolls in and fucking goes for like, like three he's lions. A, he's like the ghetto gangster of the Serengeti. Yeah, have you seen the one with the snake? No. So it gets. So I can't remember what snake it is, but it's like basically if a human gets bit by. It dies, Dead. like yeah. Um, this honey badger, like, and there's a footage of it. This honey badger, like, starts mauling this um, this snake, and it's getting bit and getting bit and getting bit, and it Does managed it to like, it basically like strips the fucking like skin off this snake. It like mauls yeah. it, so it's dead. And then the honey badger's like trying to eat it, but like it's fucked up from all this poison because <laughs> it's been bitten so many times, and it literally like you think it's died, it just like collapses and then like an hour, an hour later it wakes up and then just finishes eating it and then fucks off. It like, that's one bite l- would kill a human, bearing in mind the honey badgers are like... Tiny. Yeah, they're like 15 kilos probably at most. Yeah. Um, 
So it's just taking a shitload of bites, loads of poison, <laughs> just fell asleep for a bit, I woke just up and then eaten them. So, have a sleep, I'll be right. Just yeah, leave me yeah. for a minute. Like they're honey badgers are bad motherfuckers. They are bad, yeah. I've seen them against lions yeah. and they do not give a shit. That's the thing. They've got such attitudes. To the like, point where the lion's like, yeah, I'm not, the, this thing could fuck me up. I'm just, it's not worth my time. Yeah, and then they're so hardy as well because like, I've seen like, the lions are attacking them. Not, it's not like the lions are just too scared to even touch them. Yeah. The lions are going for them and biting them and throwing them and the honey badger's like, yeah, whatever. Yes. Keep it's coming back. back. Yeah, it's mad, mm. isn't it? They're basically the door-to-door salesmen of the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, they're, they're, they're crazy. If if no one's seen them, just type in, like, just type in Honey Badger on crazy YouTube and Badger. There, there will be just some awesome videos. They, they give <laughs> zero fucks. They honestly do. Is that You will go down a rabbit... Well, uh, you'll go down a, a, honey, a, badger a honey Badger hole. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, mate, I'm so much more cheered up than before you were here. Oh, really? I feel human again. Good. Which has brought us full circle. Yeah, mate. Thank you very much, it's very, very cool of you. Boom. Thank you very much. We didn't man. even get great. any questions, did we? No, I was going to say, because we've come full quick circle, fire. let's do a quick fire. We have, we're at about an hour 15, so let's do five minute blast. Okay. Quick question. Cool. So, so these are questions from you guys on Instagram. If you do want to hit us up with questions on Instagram about this, normally I will story you and say, listen, we're going to film a podcast, hit us up with some questions, but you can always hit up myself, Lex underscore fitness, or the barbell. Do you want barbell or yourself? Um, Let's do both. Yeah, you do can both. do barbell, uh, backcountry barbell gym, which is black underscore country underscore gym, or you can hit up Mr. Lewis himself. Which is Lewis, and then a word I can't say. Lewis Majid. So one word, Lewis, M-A-J-I-D. Lewis there you Majid. go. And you can always hit us up with questions there. If you want to message them during the week before it's recording, that's cool. Or if you want to wait for the story posts, you can do that too. So we're going to hit these up now. So we're going to quick fire these. You'll either get a sensible answer or a ridiculous one. That's how it's going to go. Okay. <laughs> so um, we've got one here saying best, best achievement ever. Best achievement ever. Yeah. Ooh, tough one. Damn you. That's not quick fire. Uh, best achievement ever. Best achievement ever. Uh, I can't uh, immediately what jumps my head is I, I was on the front of a magazine mm-hmm. it was a train magazine yeah. and it happened in Las Vegas and they rang me up and were like you're in Vegas we're in Vegas do you want to do a cover shoot and I was like that's pretty cool but I'm pretty sure it's not my greatest achievement but it's the coolest random achievement that I didn't expect yeah, I think that's pretty good for yeah. me. For me, it would be like the opening gym. up the gym. The yeah, gym, that's like gym. yeah, that's that's my only yeah. real good achievement. Yeah, yeah. Everything else has been kind of meh, lackluster. Because one of mine would have been with sticking with Gymshark for so long, yeah. but because it's such a long process that it's not like a sudden achievement. Yeah, that was like a built. That was like an un, an unexpected. It started achievement. really early days com- when well, Gymshark were really small, and then I didn't even know. Yeah, no clue. That it would be what it would be. So that would be my most unexpected achievement. Okay. Yeah. Um, so another question is um, pre- preferred or recommended ways to soothe overly sore muscles. Oh, that's really easy. Uh, if you take a home pour of whiskey yeah. at about nine o'clock at night, yeah. and then wobble to bed. Yeah. Yeah. That's a solid way. Well, I would go for um, an attractive person of <laughs> your preferred sex, giving you a good old rub down. I'm going with yours is better than mine. What about a bit of whiskey and then a rub down? Yes, even yeah. better. Or a rub down with, <laughs> with the whiskey. Or a salt bath. Yeah. Always good. Yeah, Get a salt bath. Yeah. Uh, actually, I will give you this little handy hint, and ice I'm going to well. try this. Um, yeah, ice bath. That's cool, yeah, but I mean, getting all your ice in about a bit of a... Yeah. 40 pounds, Amazon, home sauna. Uh, it's yeah, a tent that you sit in. Yeah. I reckon that'd be dope. I'm going to buy one, and we'll, we'll let you know. Yeah, cool. Oh. Okay, um, we've got one. It's what is your favorite movement for every major body part? Hip thrusts. For everything. It's all in the hips. <laughs> so, uh, it prepares you for everything in life. It's all hip in thrust. the hips. Hip thrust. 
<laughs> Your favourite movement for every body part. Okay, oh, so, so quick blast. Yeah, okay. Delts, favourite movement. Uh, Arnold press. Okay. Biceps is hammer curls. Uh, triceps. Triceps is um, skull crushers with dumbbells at an angle. With okay. Rotational skull crushers. Pecs. Um, single um, squeezed counted dumbbell press. So it's like you, you get to the top and squeeze and hold for three seconds and then come down over a count of like three seconds. Yeah. It's, I prefer lightweight concentration. Uh, quads is leg press because yeah. you can do it whether you're fucked up or not. Yeah. Squats is like just soul killing and crushing. And if you've got anything wrong with you, you can't do them. Yeah. Uh, back is going to be 100% lat pull down. Mm-hmm. I think you have so many grips, variations of it. And what are we missing? Calves. Hamstrings. Glute. Well, you've already said glute tips. Um, hamstrings is, oh, straight, straight leg deadlifts. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, calves is going to be um, multiple toes. Multiple toes. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Good genetics. Yeah. Sod all you. Is it Chinese people who just have amazing calves? Yeah. You are I've got good calves. So jealous. Oh, uh, yeah. I know. I can see them through the genes. Which is <laughs> the principle. Yeah. The only thing I've never tried is the only thing I'll get complimented on. <laughs> mine are like Mr. Potato Head calves. They're like, there's nothing for three quarters of my lower leg and then just this lump at the top. It's like an angry lump as well. <laughs> really lean, really angry, but just like if I wear anything that covers the calves, it looks like I have zero legs. Yeah. Zero legs. <laughs> And then, so calves will be a multi-point um, standing press, so or seated press, where you turn your toes in, then have them in squared off, and then have them turned out, mm-hmm. and you just rotate through yeah. through all three, like do five, 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 five. It's fucking killer. I love it. Perfect. And is that everything? Yeah. Shoulders, chest, back, hammies, quads. I don't really train glutes on their own, but we really should. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So on that one, I like those um, abductor and adductor machines. They tend to really hit my glutes because yeah. they make me work them a bit more. For, for me, I would say it'd be quite different because of how I approach training. Like I don't approach training in like a, a body part. Don't get bogged down in technicalities here, Luke. Let's yeah. just okay. get your right. favorite point. So I'm going to call it, you say it, right? Yeah, so we're going to start. But well, with you, here's a different one. Neck. Neck. Okay, so that's just going to be... Like you can't do one without the other, but I would say like a neck curl is going to probably be more beneficial for somebody with if, the head thing yeah with the head, so you head like harness. a remedial student yes yeah, so you can look very special in your uh in your, your head harness but yeah if you yeah. want to try neck i would say a curl is probably more useful than an extension okay cool boy. but i think neck is a really important one most of us neglect yeah yeah. i'd like but to start training neck again why don't people try neck i don't I know because when you i wrestled as fuck when you're dude, trying my neck. neck was as thick as my head when i wrestled it's definitely not as thick as it used to be so i'd like to start training neck again okay shoulders um, I would say a barbell behind the neck press if you've ooh, got the ooh. shoulder mobility you, you to do, do it. You don't want shoulder health for very long, do you? It's fine if you're you're using it in an appropriate range of motion and you have the ability to do it. It's when people load it up when they're Gee, not really. capable and also trying to to yeah. touch their like touch their traps with it. Yeah, it's going craziness. to be something where you're going to be going to a 90 degree angle and also not necessarily something that you're going to load up majorly heavy. I blew my shoulder out doing that yeah. exact exercise. Went too heavy too soon and also went behind the neck accidentally instead of to the front. Yeah. Just out of habit and mm-hmm. went too heavy and did it and popped it. Yeah, so it's a... Like it's, it's a ten- legit, will pop your shoulder out. Yeah, like it'll it's, fuck you up. It's a brilliant... It's literally probably one of the best shoulder builders, but also there is high risk with that. Yeah. Which- Don't go too deep is going to be one with that one. Go yeah. as shallow as, as... As low as feels comfortable and then bang, straight back up. Yeah. Okay, cool. Chest. Bench press. I think, for, yeah, for me, for our bench press, I think that being able to add bench press is going to be the movement that you're going to be able to lift the most amount of load with. Yeah. So for me, um, and obviously it's going to vary depending on limb length. If you've got very long arms, it'll become a bit tricep dominant. Yeah. But 
Uh, bench press allows you to shift the most amount of weight, so theoretically put the most amount of meat yeah. on your pecs. I've suffered from shoulder injuries over the time, so I tend to avoid bench press and mm-hmm. go for the dumbbells. And I think that's probably a mistake. I think it's just probably my bad bench press form. Yeah. Maybe I'm knowledgeable on it. Like, I know how to lap my back in and everything, keep my shoulders back, do all that jazz, but there just seems to be a point where it loads onto my shoulder. Yeah. So maybe if you're feeling a, that at home, like bench press is something that tip, I'm very, I'm very good with. So maybe when we're back open, we can like kind of go. We'll do that. that. Yeah. Like, what's a quick tip to deload from the shoulder on a bench press? So a lot of the time, it's going to be like where you're trying to lower the weight to. A lot of the people try and lower it to mid chest, and it's yeah. automatically going to make it way more chest dominant. You're going to be looking for nipple line or sternum, sternum um, keeping yeah. those elbows tucked a lot more, um, and also how your hand position is. So actually being able to internally like rotate your wrists a little bit, which will allow a bit more squeezing the little finger helps, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes, that helps so, engage all all the back. If you if you're at home now, you squeeze your fist and then squeeze your little finger and then try and tense your back. It's way easier if you squeeze your little finger and tense your back at the same time. Yeah, also, that really helps. Also and keeping back a, tense throughout the entire fucking motion. Yeah. Don't get to the bottom. Release everything and yeah. then wobble your way back up. Yeah, which you, is what most people yeah. Do. Scapular retracted lockdown. You are going to have a slight arch. It doesn't need to be anything excessive. That's yeah. also going to reduce the range of motion. And also, when your torso, when you when you're arched up, you're yeah. actually theoretically pressing in a slight decline because your rib cage is oh, elevated. Of course, yeah, yeah. So that's automatically going to take, take a lot of that. Shoulder. Yeah, it's going to take it off. So you know, it, that's that's another cool. thing. Okay, cool. bicep. Oh, just a preacher curl, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Easy, easy bark, preacher bark, preacher curl. Nice tries. Um, for me, I get my elbows get pissed off with any tricep direct tricep work, but a lying, like rolling tricep extension. So, what on earth is that? So, <laughs> like a, a quick fire, and a skull you're bringing crusher. in rolling tricep curls. Go so, on. a skull crusher. Obviously, your your elbows. Sorry, your um, upper arms are going to stay at a fixed point, and you're just hinging at the elbows. Yep. With a rolling skull crusher or a rolling tricep extension, you're actually going to let your elbows track backwards mm. over your head, oh, so you're okay. going to like, stretching your lats, yeah. and it'll just make it not so exclusively focused on elbow flexion. So you're, what you're allowing is the sh- shoulder to move backwards as the weight goes down. You're yeah. allowing those arms to angle backwards yeah. past the head. Yeah. So here's my thing with skull crushers. I never do them above the chest. I will always start my arms out at an angle and only come back up to that angle. All right. That might help. Yeah. I've right. always done that because my uh, same thing with elbows. I feel like it stresses the elbows. Yeah. Too and and it, pretty much all t- direct tricep work. Yeah, that's my elbows, Other than that. Quads. Quads, like, again, I don't train directly quads, so I would go for, like, squats or split squats, probably. I think a yeah. split squat would be great, but you... Split you, squats are cool one, you're not going to. let assume most people fuck up on a squat. Split yeah. squat is a... Yeah, I think a split squat's a... Uh, like, or a box squat as well, to be fair, although that you're going to find that a little bit more hip dominant. Goblet? Goblet squat's quite great, but you're going to really struggle with the loading of it, because yeah. at some point, your legs are going to be far stronger than what you're yeah. going to be able to hold. Like, That's a front cool. squat is going so to be probably So, goblet, if you're struggling with your squats, is going to be really good for building that technique, and then split squat is a great one if you struggle with the squat mechanics. Mm-hmm. And you're at home, obviously, now, and you've got a bar that's easy to do if you don't have something to rack a barbell on. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. That's, 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 that's cool. Calves, I don't train calves, because they're already big. Because you don't need to, because you're an asshole. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, let's do the other ones. Forearms. Here's a really cool one for if you're in the gym is um, holding at, at the top of a cable rather than the bottom and curling. So if you're holding the cable pulling behind your head, you let your wrist flex outward and then bring your wrist forward. Yeah. To, it's so much nicer than having a barbell rolling over your knees. Yeah. So much nicer. But if you're at home, um, what would you suggest for forearms at home? Um, forearms at home? Oh, that's an interesting one. Just dumbbell uh, kind of hand over the knee. I would I would suggest doing it overhand. So f- like flexion and extension is only like necessarily that's only one potential way of doing it, and also with that you do have a, an increased. Is there a way of just doing it with grip? 
a grip yeah definitely so, so what could we do with just grip um so uh, like towel pull-ups something like that will absolutely blow your forearms up massively. okay that's a cool one yeah yeah you can even do that you can hang if you as long as your door is structurally sound yeah. here's a, kill, a tip for the door if you're going to do pull-ups on a door put a door stop <laughs> underneath the furthest point of the door away from the hinge so yeah. that will then that gives the the part away from the hinge the furthest part away from the hinge something to press down on and you'll actually not fuck your door up yeah so many people just like look jump onto their door and like, oh, it came off the hinges yeah. did you support the other end of the door no that's why yeah leverage it, it's not made to support a human being <laughs> yes. so yeah but towel, you put, towel pull-ups yeah. they're savage they will blow your forearms up um any kind of like anything that's going to make a fat grip that's that's one element if you've got grippers crushing strength um, shit the forearms are like really diverse even though people kind of get stuck in this habit of like extension like and curl with your forearms it's, okay. it's, a, it's only a one dimensional way of training them lovely well I think we covered everything there and we are coming up on a re- an hour at 27 so that is enough from us for this week guys thank you all for tuning in it's been an absolute pleasure that that honey rum is delicious uh, we're gonna have some more once yes, this is over. <laughs> we're 100% just carrying on this now. So yes, thank you very much for coming in, Lou. It's been an absolute pleasure. You've really cheered me up this week. If you're feeling down, guys, start, remember take a step back. It is all gonna be okay. We'll catch you in the next podcast. Make sure to hit us up with any questions on our socials, and we are available on all Audible channels as well as YouTube. So check us out there. Links for everything in the description. Toodle pip. Thank you for listening. Toodle pip. <laughs>